AK. I'm sorry if I sound a little bit nasally. It's 37 degrees right now and the high is in the 60s. Hashtag Midwest. So I have another mini rant. I can't believe I forgot to talk about it. So as you know, I am in a PhD program for uh, public policy. And I had a class, my, my first class, which was my last class, I'm in my second class now. For our paper, we had to write about um, suggestions moving forward in today's like political climate, you know, political society when it comes to 2020 election, you know, that type of thing. So I use the example of the military because I'm an army brat. I grew up in a military family. My dad was in for almost 30 years or over 30 years. It was a long time. And so I made a comment on the paper about, you know, my life growing up and how that could be used as an example. And his response back, I'll just read it to you guys. So here is my comment. Growing up in a military family taught me the principles of freedom, patriotism, loyalty, service, and respect. Love of country was shown through the uniformity and solidarity of service members. When one joined the military, they were no longer an individual, but part of a collective group with the purpose of protecting and defending Americans against all threats, foreign and domestic. That sounds really great, doesn't it? I was so proud of myself. Here's his response. I don't think any of the military teaches you to surrender your individuality when you enlist. Rather, your individual strengths and abilities are employed in an institution for a purpose that cannot be achieved by individuals alone. In addition, I know this is true in the military academies. They don't teach them to obey no matter what. At the beginning, they are told that, but it is a means, not an end. They tell them in the beginning because they need to learn how to listen carefully and follow instructions, which is much harder than it sounds. Later, they are taught that they might have to disobey orders, but they are doing it for the good of the organization, not just because they are peeved or upset. Are you, you kidding me right now? Like, you, you serious? I had to reread that multiple times and I'm like, is this man trying to tell me that I don't know about my own life? And I, I mean, I, it was the last paper, the class is over now. And I was offended and kind of like, how are you gonna sit there and tell me about my life? And the thing is in the comment, did I mention anything about, you know, blind obedience or the military academy? No, I didn't. And I kind of felt like his comment was BS because he says, um, you don't surrender your individuality. Your individual strengths and abilities are employed in an institution for a purpose that cannot be achieved by individuals alone. I thought that was the definition of a collective group. So I don't, I don't understand the comment. Like I said, I didn't want to say anything to him. It, it is what it is, but I'm, I'm really kind of confused by that. You know, I mean, if anybody it knows anybody in the military or grew up in the military, I'm not wrong. When you join the military, you give up your individuality in the sense of you're part of a uniform collective group. Not that you're not a person, which I, maybe that's what he thought I was saying. Not that you're not a person, but you are becoming part of a collective group. For instance, when, when my dad was in the military, you know, there was no black, there was no white, there was no Hispanic, there was no Asian. They were all soldiers, no women, you know, whatever, Muslim, they were all soldiers. Of course, they looked different and, you know, sounded, talked different. But at the end of the day, they all wore that uniform the same way and they all 
were part of a collective group, which is the military. So I, I'm kind of confused about that comment. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I guess I can't really be that offended because it seems like he doesn't know about the military and he tried to make it seem like I didn't know what I was talking about. But my thing is, if you have not lived a military lifestyle or know anybody in the military or it's been, you know, been a part of your life, don't sit there and try to tell somebody what they say and what they don't say in the military academy. Like, are you serious? And that's how I know that he has no idea about the military because he would never say you don't give up your individuality. You you're, uh, use your strengths and abilities in an institution for a purpose that can't be achieved alone. First of all, isn't that a collective group? Second of all, you cannot give up your individuality when it comes to talents because that's why you take the ASVAB. So again, maybe he just read that I saw, maybe he just read that I said, uh, you no longer become an individual. You're no longer an individual, but part of a collective group. Maybe he thought I meant you were a robot. But I mean, I, I didn't think I had to spell that out. I mean, so should I have said, you know, you, you get to be an individual, but you use your individual talents and abilities for the collective group. That's, that's what a collective group means. So I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of, it was a, I posted it on Facebook and my dad uh, made a comment on it. And uh, I was just kind of like, I was reading it again. I was like, I want to talk to the people on Anchor about this because this is ridiculous. So, I mean, it's, it's not as, you might think it's petty or whatever, but it's just, I'm just a little like put off by it because I'm like, how are you going to sit there and tell me about my life? Cause I literally said, you know, growing up in a military family taught me. So you're going to sit there and tell me that I didn't learn, you know, the freedom, patriotism, loyalty. You're going to say, I didn't learn those values either. I mean, I can only report and talk about what I know and what I saw. And that's what I saw. Because my dad being in the military, there was all races, all cultures, everybody was in the military. But when they were together in the collective group, there was no, oh, that's a black guy, that's a white guy, that's a woman, that's a, there was none of that. The only thing that actually really mattered, to be honest, was their rank, not their color or skin or whatever. It was looking at that uniform and seeing what patch they had on. There was, it was the rank for the most part. But I'm just like, and when I saw that growing up, I'm like, wow, these people, everybody looks different but they're all together as one in the military. And as I got older and saw more and more, I was like, this is a really cool organization to be a part of, you know, to be a part of something bigger than yourself, you know, for the defense of your country, you know, your traditional values and that type of thing. I thought that was awesome. And so I actually did want to join the, the military, but um, I am automatically DQ'd because I'm, I'm overweight. Um, the height to weight ratio, I'm way past it. And I have uh, pre-existing medical conditions. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm damaged goods already and they don't want damaged goods going into the military. So I, I you know, was going to join, but I can't, like literally can't. So, because I liked being a part of that, that collective group. And I just thought, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of young people that I know and have talked to that, that wanted to join the military for that reason. They wanted to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And they knew being in the military, they would, they would be part of a collective group that would teach them discipline, uniformity, and so on. So I'm like, what? I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm still bothered by it, as you can tell. But um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get off of here and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye.